Hey, everybody. Welcome to Fake Headlines Podcast, episode number 39. Yeah. I know you said that like a question, but um, you're, you are correct. <laughs> I, I do always, and I always feel fairly confident in the number, but then when I look at you as I'm saying it, I always end, it always ends up being like 34, <laughs> 35. And I just give you a good solid blank stare like, yep, that sounds right. Got a real poker face over there. Yeah. yeah. I am an excellent card player. But this is 39. Yeah. I am also an excellent player in this podcast. You are. And you're a good play writer, as in a play that you wrote this past week. I, that was a smash success. It was a joint collaboration. Well, yes, but you're you're so humble. Yeah. I don't know how to... I'm I'm not great at that. <laughs> so we talked about this previously a little bit. So Tiffany was involved in a Twilight Zone themed show that took place in Buffalo last week. Yeah, so it was myself and uh, my writing partner, Heather, and then three other playwrights. And we each uh, wrote our own, basically our own episode of the Twilight Zone. And it was a one night only show. And of course, the weather was shitty here in Buffalo. Um, but it was a, it was a... Basically, there were no reservations. It was pay what you can. And there were 100 seats available approximately. And 40 people had to be turned away. That's so awesome. That was very exciting. Yeah, that was really cool. To be cool. a part of that. Given the shitty weather, people still turned out in droves to see the Twilight Zone. Yeah. And, and it was I, I, an that's awesome incredible. show. And people yeah. were really buzzing about I'm not just saying this because we're married. But people were really buzzing about the scene that you guys wrote. Because it was... it. Definitely had some twists and turns that people weren't expecting, and it was just perfectly done. It was well executed. Like the actors were great, the direction was cool. Like everything mm-hmm. was just everything just came off perfectly. Yeah, I was really. It's um, I guess one of the scariest things, and it, it's not like I have a a lot of experience with writing things and then giving it off to another director to do what they see fit. Um, because I'm I'm. I personally believe that when you write something, you shouldn't direct it yourself because, um, I mean, there's another philosophy, whatever. It doesn't matter. Anyway, (laughs) so uh, the person who directed it, uh, Chris Standard, he did a really lovely job of uh, um, really uh, bringing a lot of the color out uh, from our script and and really um, he you know, made some choices with the music, for instance, that I thought was really, really appropriate and that um, I hadn't really seen in my head uh, when we were writing it. And um, yeah, I was really, really happy with it. It was awesome. I was really, really happy with it. So I enjoyed uh, seeing it come to life after kind of being around while you guys wrote it, <laughs> kind of being there, like laying on the floor, yeah. staring at my phone and drinking coffee while you guys were walking around writing and sitting there on your computers writing but to so to hear the discussions about things and to hear the back and forth and to read uh, a couple of early drafts of it and then to uh-huh. see it all come to life on stage was super cool yeah and yeah. even even uh up to the show um I, you can't help but as a creative person to have those constant self-doubts of like is this good enough like is it gonna suck what uh, you know is the story strong enough is it mm. gonna make sense is it you know yeah. thematic enough in terms of the, what we were trying to do with twilight zone and you know for me um like heather uh my writing partner already knew a lot of these people 
um, kind of. And uh, so they approached her about this, but then she was like, well, you know, my writing partner comes with me. And uh, so there was pressure from that as well as my first Mm -hmm. making my first impression on them um, as a writer, which was pretty cool and scary. And uh, yeah, it was a very thrilling experience and it was very um, the the uh, uh, electric feeling surrounding it, I think, was surprising to all of us. Like the next day I was able to kind of reflect on it a little bit more and kind of be like wow that was that was really cool like that felt really cool um so that was exciting and um i look forward to maybe doing more stuff like that yeah that's awesome that's great that you had that great feeling too because when i write and perform stand-up uh the whole time ahead of time i'm like is this funny enough is this stupid what the fuck is this yeah what am i wasting everybody's time for yeah and that's how i felt leading up to it yeah and then afterwards, I'm usually not super high about it. I'm usually like, I'm just dead inside. I don't think I can find joy in anything. <laughs> I'm glad that you found joy in writing this. and <laughs> I think you need to allow yourself to feel that joy. I think that's that's part of it. Yeah. You have to allow yourself to be like, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I think that you're, was fun. I think you're right because that one show recently where it was mostly we had you had like ten minutes to go write some jokes. Yeah. Based on audience suggestions, that was probably the most fun I ever had doing stand-up uh, because it, there was a certain looseness to it that doesn't usually, I don't allow myself to step outside of my own head to enjoy. Yeah. 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 I think um, I th- I think you and I have that in common as creative people where we uh, work best when we're made to not think about it. Yeah. Cause yeah. I, I will think about it and overanalyze. And I do that as an actor too. Um, that's always been like the number one direction. Get out of your head. Yeah. Um, but when I'm able to just be completely out of my head and completely in the moment is when I'm always the most strongest and yeah. I'm always the most like on point. And, uh, I think creatively too, when you're able to be a little bit more fast and loose and not be able to overthink it and stuff like that. And I've seen that for you too, where you like, cause you're quick witted. You really are. That's why this is fun. Yeah. I was going to say that. I think that's why part, part of why I really enjoy doing this is that this is a good exercise for us mentally to get, because we don't know what we're going to be talking about. We don't have anything written down. Mm -mm. We have our headlines written down that we've brought to the table for the week. Yeah. But we don't know what we're going to talk about. I don't know what you've written down. I don't know how the jokes are going to go. I don't yeah. know how yeah. how the conversation's going to go. We're just going to fly by the seat of our pants and 39, 38 times it's been pretty good. <laughs> 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 so we'll see if we can strike 39 tonight on Fake Headlines Podcast. Yeah. Episode uh, number 39? Is Okay, <laughs> so um, talking about 39, so Kevin... Um, you just celebrated a birthday and we'll just say that you're 39 <laughs> 39 <laughs> yeah i like that <laughs> i like that <laughs> 30 i'm 39 oh, that sounds right yeah yesterday was my birthday yeah it was pretty fun what a great great thing to celebrate yeah. i love your birthday i'm me so glad you were too. born me too thanks for being here i know i'm very thankful <laughs> we had a good day yesterday we went up to uh, niagara falls uh, ontario canada for a day or two over the weekend and that was a lot of fun just yeah. to kind of celebrate my birth yeah <laughs> in a foreign land 
And uh, what what was it that you saw earlier tonight about Niagara Falls? Oh, there was an article. Uh, it was an article in a Buffalo newspaper about how on every Western New Yorker's bucket list is to visit the Niagara Falls area in the wintertime because it is so majestic. It really is. I mean, it is bloody cold when it's iced over. Oh, my God. There were signs everywhere that said, beware of freezing mist. Yeah. And and the hotel that we stayed at, the like we could look out the window and see the cars in the parking lot and they were just a sheet of ice. When we woke up the next morning, like you just heard, like you could see the, we didn't hear it. You could see the people scraping ice off of their cars and it was not like a little bit. It was was like like a sheet. Yeah. Yeah. But we also had a great view, not only of the parking lot, but we had a great view of the fall of the falls because we spent. Oh yeah. There's that too. Yeah. We, we looked at that. We looked down and you see people scraping the fall, but if you look off into the distance, you saw the majestic, mighty Niagara Falls. (laughs) Kevin, you woke up right at sunrise and was able to enjoy the sunrise over Niagara Falls on your birthday. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. I love that. Yeah. I sh- I really re- I really should have woken you up while this was happening. Oh, it's okay. I feel really guilty about it. That that just means we have to go back. Okay. I mean, it's a short jaunt for us that we should be taking advantage of it more often while we're here anyway. Yeah, absolutely. So, it's a beautiful beautiful country, beautiful uh, area to hang out in. And uh and we shared some stuff on our uh social media uh, but we visited Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum for the first time yeah. and also Louis Tussauds? Tussauds. Tussauds. It's spelled Tussauds, so like my brain just phonetically just corrects it. But when it comes out my mouth, I'm like, I know that's not right. That's what's <laughs> <laughs> We saw some of the... You f- stupid. <laughs> Louis Tussauds. Louis Tussauds. <laughs> Louis Toussaint. I make all these. I make all these uh, Hollywood people out of sod. They call him Louis Toussaint. Louis Toussaint. He takes two sods. Yeah. He takes two pounds of sod and makes a nice uh, statuette. Puts a person together, gives him a couple eyeballs, calls it a day, gives him a name tag. They're like, here you are. <laughs> My name's Louis Toussaint. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> some of the some of the wax figures of Hollywood celebrities were very poor, so I'm not sure how good louis toussaint is at this <laughs> i mean i don't know if yeah. he's really in the right line of business i well because i was reading um i think there's a plaque somewhere because there's a louis louis tussaud uh and also a madame tussaud yes uh wax figures there and he is the grandson of madame tussaud mm. um ruining the legacy so he ruined the legacy it's all him also i don't i I cannot let an episode go by without me mentioning ghosts. Um, I, when we were walking through this museum, like it, I mean, part of it is because I don't like dolls. I, it creeps me out. And so this wax museum was a really unique experience for me because these lifelike people were also very creepy to me. Um, but I mean, I, I get that there is a creepy element to that, but it was just the two of us for the most part wandering around this museum and it's not like super well lit or anything but this place like i always felt like there was someone walking behind me yeah it was very haunty feeling it was very very creepy like there was a part of the museum where i was like yeah i don't feel good about going in there no and uh so coincidentally it was next to a wax life-size statue of adolf hitler (laughs) 
and and Charles Manson. And, and I love horror stuff. <laughs> well, I, thank God you said that. I love horror stuff and, and creepy stuff like that. So I know that, I mean, if there are more people around, maybe I would have gone into that section and saw yeah. like some of the creepy wax stuff. Cause, I just like, wanted to get out of there. Because that's cool. But like, yeah, I just had such a bad feeling in there. I was like, I don't even want to go no, in there. That's how I felt too. So, um, luckily we skipped over the horror part and went straight into the Wizard of Oz part. <laughs> and that was just a magical land for me. That was fun. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Cause I love the Wizard of Oz. And I got to see John Candy and Bob Hope and yeah. Jimmy Fallon <laughs> and uh, David Letterman. I thought the Bob Hope one was pretty good. It was a solid. But then, you know, Louis Tussauds did a good job with Bob Hope because <laughs> no one disrespects Bob Hope. The uh, the David Letterman was really great too. Yeah, I think it, that was one of my faves. And the, there was a Jay Leno that looked like he had stuck a fork in an electric <laughs> socket. Like his hair was like standing on end. Ellen DeGeneres looked like Glenn Close. <laughs> there was a few. I think, they had like, I think they had like a Glenn Close mold that they used for a few of them. Because if you if you think about the Madonna one we saw, it looked oh, kind of like Glenn yeah. Close. It was oh, very Glenn yeah. Close. <laughs> and the Justin Timberlake, very Glenn Close. <laughs> very Glenn Close. <laughs> <laughs> Louis two sides. I may have two sides, but I also use two molds all the time. <laughs> One of them being Glenn Close. <laughs> it's real close. You know what I mean? It's close enough. Close. Close. Hey, this wax statue is uh, close enough. I'm Glenn Close. It's good. <laughs> there was also a James Gandolfini that was like. <laughs> and we had our friend Tom messaged us about this, and he's like, "Did you see the Tony Soprano one?" And we were oh like, "Yes." God. It was like, imagine Tony Soprano if he lost two hundred and forty pounds. Yeah, imagine Tony Soprano with Christopher's body. Like that's what it was like. <laughs> it was very sad looking. And there was also a George uh, Herbert Walker Bush. Oh yeah, that was a weird one. That looked like. A skinny Don Rumsfeld <laughs> sitting next to George. Was that also w. what Tom Bush. said? He did. I'm borrowing Tom's. I'm borrowing Tom. I'm borrowing your description. That was a good call on that one. That's oh, so true. But it was so weird. It was just strange. But some yeah. of them looked great. Like the Willie Nelson looked perfect. You thought oh my you God. Were... The Willie Nelson was so, so good. Yeah. And Johnny Cash was pretty good too. Yeah. they were. Pretty, there were some good ones there. But boy, they really... They they really got like I guess maybe you can maybe you can tell like when some of these were made like maybe the Willie Nelson was made on a Monday but like that you know that David Letterman was made on a Friday because they they were getting tired of the Louis Tussauds over there <laughs> they're like ah oh, just slap Glenn Close's hair on it and uh, Timberlake's <laughs> face I don't know we got to get out of here <laughs> <laughs> they use the same body mold for Sarah Jessica Parker and Madonna and James Gandolfini and, <laughs> and uh. Uh, the guy from Twilight, Robert Pattinson. <laughs> yeah, you can also tell when this museum last updated because there was like a little tiny Twilight section. You're like, I don't know if this is really that popular anymore, <laughs> but all right. That's cool. Trying to be relevant. But if you want to see some of our photos from our trip to the Ripley's Believe It or Not Auditorium in Niagara Falls, Ontario, you can check out our Instagram at Fake Headlines Podcast. We got a few pics up over there. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Sometimes there's like funny videos about it too i think there's one on my personal twitter of uh robert stacking oh yeah yeah, yeah. and there's also there's also a video of tiffany moonwalking is that on fake headlines also it should be okay. you should okay. put it up there it should be okay we'll if you guys want to see me dance right. <laughs> and trust me you do <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah 
the Ripley's, believe it or not, was pretty cool. Uh, I'd never seen shrunken heads before. It's always been something that's been like oddly fascinating to me. Like I don't <laughs> understand how it works. Um, also, it, it makes me think of Beetlejuice. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that was pretty neat to to see those like in real life. There were lots, lots of weird stuff. Lots of so strange, cool. Lots of like belly button lint art and just like weird. Well, that was a thing. one thing. Well, yeah, but there's a lot of one-off weird things like that there that you can yeah. check out. It's it's fun, definitely worth checking out. Yeah, absolutely. This or if you want to go, just let us know. We'll yeah, go with we'll you. We'll go with you. Yeah. This episode of Fake Headlines Podcast brought to you by Louis Tussauds. <laughs> Tussauds put it together. <laughs> Where all of our wax museums up there, all of our wax figures are well, close enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, happy birthday, Kevin. Hey, thank you. I love you. I'm 39? <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't need to know. No. Uh, Whether so or not that's a truth or a lie. <laughs> Ooh. So this is Fake Headlines Podcast, where each of us have three headlines that we've prepared or brought with us and researched. We did. And uh, only one of them is real, though. Yeah. And uh, this is uh, based on our where this whole idea comes from, is scrolling through Facebook and kind of just reading headlines and not really being sure if it's a joke or if it's real and kind of half reading and kind of filling in the blanks with what the story could be about. Yeah, like what the hell could this be about? Right, so that's where our little game comes from. So Tiffany is going to read off her three headlines. We're going to discuss them, try to figure out which one's real, and then we're going to flip, flop, and reverse it. I can't not think of Missy Elliott. I know. Also, congratulations to Missy Elliott. Yeah. If you haven't heard. What happened? Well... She has been nominated to be inducted into the Songwriter Hall of Fame. Well, that's pretty dope. Yeah. 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 First female hip-hop artist. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Also feels like it's long overdue for hip-hop artists in the female category. Yeah. She is awesome. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway. Kevin. Yes. Are you ready? I'm ready. For this. Hit me with those wacky headlines. All right. Headline number one. A new theory suggests cows communicate through telepathy. Wow. A new theory suggests cows communicate through telepathy. Headline number two. An entire town in Georgia shuts down to celebrate Kazoo Day. <laughs> An entire town in Georgia shuts down to celebrate Kazoo Day. Kazoo Day. And headline number three. A zoo in the UK opened a retirement home for sloths where they can go to comfortably, comfortably live out their golden years. A zoo in the UK opened a retirement home for sloths where they can go to comfortably live out their golden years. <laughs> you know what's really funny is like after you said kazoo, I was thinking of zoos like a, a zoo where animals all played the kazoo and then your next story was a zoo. I was like, wait a minute. Are you in my head? Are you communicating with me with telepathy? Are you Am I a me cow? A cow? <laughs> I think we're a couple of cows. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> like how did you know where my mind was going? <laughs> cow did you know? Get uh, out of here. <laughs> I am stopping this podcast right now. You get out of here. <laughs> so new theory suggests cows communicate using telepathy. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. How familiar are you with uh, the cow? <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, I'm familiar, but I'm not familiar, familiar. I mean, I've tipped a couple in my day. <laughs> uh, Did you ever go cow tipping? Oh, no. That's yeah. mean. Do people in your hometown do that? Not, not anyone I hung out with. I'm, I'm sure there were some yeah. people who may have done so. Yeah, I don't think I, that I, happened in our I area. I hung out either. with cool kids. They weren't out there being mean to animals. Tipping livestock? Yeah, they weren't tipping livestock in any sort of form. <laughs> I remember in high school, my friend Terry had a, a really bad joke and she would <laughs> always like, uh, I, remember, I remember her standing in front of the class one day to, like to do a joke and she went, cow tipping, how much do I owe you? <laughs> <laughs> so I think we had like a joke off one day in health class because we were disruptive so the <laughs> teacher just gave us a couple minutes to horse around at the beginning of the class to get it out of our system that's a great idea this is the class where i pulled several bags out of the dummy's mouth <laughs> same class there was a lot of horse horse play in that class <laughs> horse play, play. <laughs> cow tipping how much do i owe you that's so stupid <laughs> that's really funny but still funny all these years later yeah <laughs> so cows communicate so cows communicating using telepathy like mm-hmm. what would a cow need to communicate to another cow i don't know the farmer's coming <laughs> uh, <laughs> i have a lot of milk <laughs> check out that bull my teats are sore <laughs> check out the horns on that bull oh check out that i'm utterly exhausted today <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Does this spot look weird to you? <laughs> hey, did you check out that jersey? It's <laughs> a kind of cow. I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> I thought it meant like a shirt. <laughs> you know cow type. You are very familiar with cows, aren't you? You're like, how familiar are you with cows? And then you drop <laughs> then you drop jersey on me. Like, whoa, you know cow breeds? How have, how have we been married this long and known each other this long, and we've never you've never dropped all your <laughs> cow science on me? <laughs> um, my aunt and uncle have a farm. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, this is divine bovine information. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> um. I, I love I would yeah. I like the idea of cows communicating telepathically being like I can't believe they're drinking this garbage this is so gross this stuff <laughs> <laughs> you know that's good wholesome meals for my baby my little cow you're taking food off my baby's plate <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so cows communicating telepathically like I kind of like I like that they have this secret power because we we think of cows as for the most part, it's just like we don't really think much about them in, uh-huh. our, in, in America. They're just like these milk-giving, food-giving th- beings. Like we yeah. don't really think about what... We don't really think about what they're thinking about. And the idea that they're having conversations or communicating... And maybe it's not even conversations. Maybe it's just telepathic images or telepathic word like mm-hmm. what, we, what we would call a word yeah in the human race yeah and um you know communication communication of some kind is communication i don't know why it came like that <laughs> golly yeah. <laughs> yeah uh i agree with you i think a uh, part of it is probably um whatever language that they may have is how they communicate to one another Tele- uh, telepathically yeah so 
I think that's pretty neat. It is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, Do cow like the mooing, like the, maybe that's just like, I, I don't know if this is true. I, I could, I may have made this up, but the cat's meowing sound is something that cats do not so much to communicate they do it to kind of mimic human sounds is that did i read that somewhere um, did we discuss this before i don't know if it's is it mimicking or not human mimic sound? but they, they make the sound because a human is making because sound of, because it. of us they have no other reason to meow like in nature a cat's not meowing walking around meowing yeah i don't think so yeah. yeah it's more of just like a sound that they've developed for lack of a better term to mm. you know d- during their domestic domestication right yeah 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 and i think with cows it's probably something similar yeah the, m- the moo's throwing us off we're thinking they're communicating with the moo because you don't hear that you don't really hear them move very often Mm-mm. like every once in a while I, th- I think you do yeah but i i can probably count on one hand the number of times that i've actually witnessed a cow moo huh you know what i mean you know the only time i've witnessed a cow run was down your street Uh, cows running is like my favorite thing it's like one of the first times i went to your dad's house there was a cow running down the road oh it was down oh it was okay yeah (laughs) i I know that there have been there was at least one time in high school where i was driving one of my friends home because she had stayed the night and uh yeah traffic was blocked because there was cows in the street (laughs) couldn't go anywhere (laughs) Like there was <laughs> major bl- traffic backup on County Road 74 <laughs> as cows are just there. However, near your hometown, I know that there was a time or two where I almost hit a goat. So, <laughs> oh, no. I guess we're even. Yeah. Country roads. Yeah, we both we both grew up way out in the country. Yeah. Not way out. Well, you're way or, way or out than I was. Way or out there. I was pretty out there. Yeah. I was surrounded by cornfields. Cows are really cute close up. Yeah. Like they're super cute. I like them when they run. I wonder if they can hear your thoughts. Like not saying you're a cow, but what if they just have an ability to read minds? I, I think that's interesting. They have uh, very soulful eyes. Their eyes look very um like it's kind of like like uh I don't know if it's cuz they're so big, but kind of like with horses, like it's they they almost have like they have like eyelashes, so it reminds you of like a human. Big human eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They're super cute. <laughs> Soft noses. Oh. Very rough tongues. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. When I was a kid and I'd go to my aunt and uncle's farm, I'd always um, help feed the calves. Oh, okay. I have pleasant memories of that. And uh, I know the calves would like suck on your hand (laughs) until they got their bottle. Super cute. (laughs) Country memories. Country. This has been Country Memories (laughs) with Tiffany Dillon. I wouldn't take that back for anything. Super fun. Yeah, that's cool. I've never done that before. I don't think I've ever been really close to a cow before. Oh, they're so cute. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I ever did. They're nice. They're calm. Yeah. Animals. They're not feisty. I mean, a bull could be. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Hmm. So it's neat. Yeah. The, the idea that they could have their own language. Right. They're they're having secret conversations about yeah. us. They're they're looking to uh, rebel in some way. I'm sure. You know, uh, they're forming an alliance. A I think forming, yeah. forming uh, a coup, alliance, a cow coup, yeah, Cal- a alliance, yeah, yes, a cali- a alliance is forming. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly it. Uh, how do you feel about uh, Kazoo Day? 
Now, I'm trying to figure out why a town would stop and celebrate Kazoo Day, other than the kazoo being so fantastic of an instrument. Probably mm-hmm. the easiest of instruments to pick up and learn. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's a town where the kazoo is manufactured still, perhaps? They stop for Kazoo Day? Yeah. It. Um, well, it's, I think it's actually the town of where it was actually invented. Oh, okay. Oh, the, Kalamazoo. The, no. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think that... Uh, that is in Michigan? No. Wisconsin? I'm so sorry, Midwest. <laughs> but thanks for listening to our show, though, Midwest. Kal- Kalamazoo. Kalamazoo, I think, is Michigan, I think. Is it Michigan? I believe so. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, but, uh, the the kazoo was invented, I think, in Georgia. And then it's there's a kazoo factory out here in western New York in Eden. Mm. That's right. I remember reading about that or seeing something on the news about that recently. Yeah, because we, um, I think you go on a tour of the kazoo factory. Okay. Why why haven't we done that? I don't know. But it was something that I had brought up this past summer. We just didn't get a chance to go. That would be a fun, we should do that this coming, in the spring. Let's go in the spring. Okay. When the the weather warms up. Yeah. uh, We will go on a kazoo tour. Yeah, that sounds fun. That sounds really cool. Yeah. I love the kazoo. Yeah. It's like the only instrument I can play. That and the recorder. Yeah. I'm pretty good at the recorder. Babe, why have you never serenaded me on either of these? Well, next time I'm at my parents' house, I believe my recorder is still in a dresser behind the door to my room. This is very exciting. Uh, it's in my sock drawer. I don't know why I kept it in there, but I always kept it in the top drawer where my socks are. I have also kept a recorder in my sock drawer. Do you mean an actual like voice recorder? Because you're recording everything. Yeah, yeah. I knew it. <laughs> uh, that's a weird place did, to keep it. Babe. Did you keep your recorder in a sock drawer, or just you're being facetious? Because I was I'm, just being cause facetious. Because my my recorder hiding spot is bizarre. I also think it would be really funny to use the term recorder as like a code word for a dildo. <laughs> 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 Want to play hot cross buns? Oh. <laughs> uh, where's that recorder? It's in the sock drawer <laughs> next to the sock. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Uh, yeah, um, I believe Kazoo Day is celebrated in January. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Is there a per- kazoo parade? Mm-hmm. A kazoo chorus, perhaps. Yeah, there's. Well, the whole town shuts down, so it's a whole. Gotta do something. It's a whole thing. It's like a a big festival, right? Uh, with fireworks and a parade, and uh, I think a, you know, basically like a street fair sort mm-hmm. of situation, and it's yeah. like it's a whole town. I'm down with this. I. It sounds really fun. It does sound fun. Again, that's in Kalamazoo. No. Oh no no it's not. I think it's. I don't know how to pronounce it. Macron or Macron. If I remember correctly. It's okay. I can, I can look. I just, it's fake headlines. Yeah. Not everything has to be real. Uh, and factual. (laughs) That's the world we live in. That that is the world we live in. (laughs) Do you believe me or don't you? Just say something and be convincing. Okay. And you're fine. Yeah. It's Macron. <laughs> oh, yeah. Macron. I've heard that before. Yeah. Macron, yes, of Georgia. Macron. Macon. 
Macon, Georgia. Macon, Georgia. Macon, Georgia, kazoos. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We're making kazoos in Macon. <laughs> but yeah, it was it, it was invented there. So that's they have this whole celebration celebrating the guy who created it. I think you were thinking of macaroons because you're because you're still kind of missing the British Bake Off now that we've gone through all I am a little bit seasons of it. Yeah. So you're thinking someone of, teach me how to make a macaroon. <laughs> I don't want it to be underbaked. <laughs> you don't want a soggy bottom. I don't. I certainly do not want a soggy bottom. I tell you, if you want a real soggy bottom, grab that recorder. Oh, no. <laughs> Are you going to serenade me that much? <laughs> <laughs> This is where we lose everyone. Yeah. And they're like, oh my yeah, God, I'm next. so uncomfortable. <laughs> Their weird recorder sex games <laughs> recorded. Go ahead and skip ahead 10 seconds. <laughs> I dare you. Well, we're back from smoking cigarettes. So <laughs> we're feeling pretty good. None with the show. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, <that's> funny. <laughs> you never played any instruments for real, though, did you? No, I didn't. Just I rem- the recorder. Yeah, I remember like when in middle school, the, there was a day where the music man, is that what they call them in school? The music person? Music director? It could be. <laughs> could uh, band, I would say music director. Yeah, director, that sounds right. Band mm-hmm. leader. Why don't you ask Seamus? Band, the band man showed up, uh, Paul Schaefer. And yes. uh, <laughs> he's, he, uh, th- they kind of gave a presentation about joining band and everybody kind of thought about instruments, what they wanted to play. But I didn't really, I don't know, it didn't really interest me that much. Yeah, that's all right. And then I think I, rem- you know, like the cost of like instruments and stuff like that. I mm. think I, I don't know how far the discussion went with my parents. Uh, I don't think they would have discouraged me from doing it, but they may have. Uh-huh. You know? um, but yeah, we just it just didn't, wasn't something that really seemed interesting to me. Yeah, I love music. I just didn't want to, to make it. Yeah, that's it. Oh, what's really funny is it because you are certainly someone who's well versed in a lot of uh, cool music. Uh, so yeah, it is surprising that you wouldn't want to play it, but that makes sense. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, you, uh, did some work in radio and studied a little bit, uh, of that. Yeah. Sort of element of music, I guess is what what I'm searching for here. And, uh, so that maybe you were more meant to be in like the producing part of it. Yeah. There you go. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it's, it just wasn't anything that seemed to interest me, but, um, mm-hmm. but I mean, I know you played saxophone. Yeah. Right? I was definitely the student that I have seen your pictures with my saxophone. That's pretty dope. Yeah. 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 We could, I wish I had got, I wish I had learned to play saxophone and I wish that we had a ska band right now. Yeah, I know. Cause that'd be fucking awesome. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I could just play a couple of different saxophones Maybe you could pick up a tambourine and uh, sing a little bit. And that's it. That's all we need for a ska band. Well, how about a kazoo? Yeah, a kazoo. I mean, a a ska band with a kazoo, I think, is... That's what this world needs. I feel like there's room in the world for that, right? Yeah, absolutely. There's a space for for that. There's a niche available Uh that you just have to take and make. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. I'm going to do it. Yeah. I would like to go to this kazoo festival town. Me too. Macon, Georgia, you said? Yeah. Macon... Uh-huh. Kazoos and making. Yeah. Well, let's go. What What are we doing? Let's. Where is it? Well, it is. 
You said it was in January? Mm-hmm. Did it already happen? No. We have time? Yes. To Expedia right now. Let's go. I think it happened. I think it's January 28th. Okay. We got time. Mm-hmm. Let's think about it. Let's okay. Let's not jump into it, but let's seriously consider it. Okay. <laughs> in the meantime, do you want to maybe take a detour to a zoo in the UK? Yeah. For that's a retirement home <laughs> for, for sloths? Yes, I do. I love the idea of a zoo retirement home, like a retirement home for zoo animals. Me too. Isn't a zoo sort of like a retirement home anyway? I, yeah, I never really thought about like I mean, I guess it, it does make sense for animals who were in a zoo that would be kind of stressed out if you're they're constantly on display yeah um you need to get them some uh, need to get, get them a sanctuary where they're away from that kind of contact i want a sanctuary that's away from that kind I of do contact too. i would live in the retire i would live with these sloths i think is where we're going with yeah this. and just chill out <laughs> n- not worry about anyone you know they it could be like you know actual older people where like you know our food is soft and delicious and maybe you know it's served to us on on a plate maybe it's baby bird fed to you oh well you're a sloth i mean it's okay no (laughs) you know at first i was thinking the zoo was sort of like a a retirement home to begin with but i guess the zoo is kind of like an animal office really i mean you're the animals have to show up there every day, even mm-hmm. if they don't want to. Yeah. They ha- have to come, ac- they come into contact with people that they wouldn't want to freaking talk to mm-hmm. in any other situation. Yeah. <laughs> they're having, uh, they're, you know, having telepathic conversations with the cows. They have these stupid TPS res- reports that are due <laughs> on <laughs> an a ridiculous schedule, yeah. you know, and they got, you know, there's, there's always like one guy in the corner who's like, hey, give me back my favorite stapler. <laughs> <laughs> we always got to work Saturdays. I, yeah. Yeah. It sucks. You got to work every Saturday. You have to work. <laughs> That's bullshit <laughs> for these animals. It's uh, it's real crazy office yeah. space. If you ask me. No holidays. They can't ever, ever leave. No. Yeah, so I like the idea that they finally can just go rest somewhere <laughs> with a stapler. <laughs> I just did my best to just weave that in there. I liked how you did that. Just very nonchalant. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sloths are really cute. I, I, they just are. They're cute, and it doesn't seem like it. Okay. So I think because of how much we are stupid monkeys and we <laughs> are just like, like, I know, and I catch myself doing it too, where I'll be scrolling along on social media and there's a video and, you know, there are two things that are going to stop me in my tracks. Uh, food videos on how to prepare things that look delicious or animal videos uh, they they just stop me and I have to watch them, yeah. and I love watching sloth videos. Yeah, they're so cute. They're sloths, so cute. Sloths are the are the new kittens. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just with like longer fingers mm-hmm. and slower, well, a little yeah. more calm. You know. Yeah. They're uh, they're calm kittens. That's what they <laughs> call them in nature. Calm kittens. Yeah. On 
that's that's like their description on their plaques. <laughs> uh, sloths, calm kittens. Calm kittens. That's it. <laughs> they don't they don't let you know what their uh biogenetic name is. Yeah, you you uh, know you don't need to know no, that. No, you you already know too much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I like the idea of a an animal retirement home like this and I and I hope that there's other animals there like from the circus that are free, freed from the circus seems like a uh like I guess we never really th- well we obviously are more hyper aware of animals in modern times yeah but at one point in our history we were more inclined to be accepting of animals as entertainment and um yeah like they don't have elephants in the circus anymore right Right. Yeah, because right. they want to avoid any sort of yeah. animal mistreatment or right. anything like that. Right. Or, you know, places like SeaWorld no longer having uh, whales and things like that in, uh-huh. in areas that are too small for them or whatever. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're definitely more aware and, and we're more uh, cautious nowadays of those kinds of things. Uh-huh. But at one, at one time, we just thought animals were just silly entertainers. Yeah. <laughs> Free silly entertainers they yeah. were. We didn't have yeah. to pay them. And uh, I hope that a lot of those animals that had to work the grind and were traveling constantly are now just kind of in a retirement home, like enjoying sharing stories, you know, like, do you remember in Tulsa that one summer when I had to spin a chair on my nose? Telepathically, of telepathically, course. Telepathically, of course, because animals yeah. are telepaths. Of course, yeah. we, we've learned this from cows. But I like to, I hope that that's happening somewhere. <laughs> They're able to enjoy yeah. some of their lives. That's a nice, that's a nice uh, thought. I think there, there are some, Animals in zoos, specific. I mean, really in sanctuaries that uh, where uh, they're incapable of living in the wild. That's why they're in captivity because oh, okay. it's the it's the only way that they could have a life. Like a human touched them too soon. Yeah, something like that, or they yeah. got injured and they they weren't able to readapt, or right. um, or circus animals. That's a that's a good way. Yeah, good. I think there's. Uh, like elephants and stuff like that that are in sanctuaries and they're mm-hmm. taken care of in that way. Yeah, you remember there was like a show on Animal Planet a few couple years back where it was like a place like in Vermont maybe and it was like a some kind of animal yeah. sanctuary. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that show. It seemed kind of cool. That was amazing. Yeah, I don't know what yeah. happened to that. Yeah. I enjoyed watching it. Yeah, they had everything there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like a retirement home for performing animals type yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah, so it's you know having a retirement at home uh, specifically for sloths, I think is it's really great. I mean, I imagine the work there is probably not so bad. Everything's pretty slow moving, you know. And sounds like my kind of place. You know, like I, I feel like I feel like if uh, if Snoop Dogg developed a retirement home, it would be this kind of laid back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's kind of, yeah, that's the kind of retirement home I'd I'd like the Snoop variety or. One that doesn't have a lot of activities. Like yeah. I don't, like I would like to go to a more of a sloth-based uh, retirement home versus one where there's like lots of crafts happening. I just yeah, I imagine sloths just like hanging out uh, on a pool floaty, floaty all day. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they're just they're just hanging out, like just chilling. Like yeah, and playing on, in the water. Yeah, and not only on a floaty, but also NFL legend Doug Flutie. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a person. It is. 
<laughs> I live in the wrong town to not know a thing about sports. <laughs> Former Buffalo Bill, Doug Flutie. <laughs> I, I know some things about baseball. I know a couple names of Buffalo Bills players from the past. <laughs> I know O.J. Simpson. <laughs> well, that's not the that's not the go-to uh, Buffalo Bill we should. I be also talking know about. Dan Marino, but only mm. because of Ace Ventura. <laughs> your your sports references it's a very uh, limited. It's very limited. Yeah, and it comes from very unique sources. Ace yeah. Ventura and the O.J. Simpson trial. Yeah, <laughs> my parents were divided on that. <laughs> <laughs> as they wear a lot of things oh. uh so <laughs> <laughs> oh i got really sad <laughs> oh tiff and i i brought it down lower than oj simpson you like did. that's how wow <laughs> <laughs> that's the turn wow, i made turn this around yeah yeah <laughs> so why don't we see if we can guess which headline is real <laughs> <laughs> all right kevin oh my god which gosh. headline do you think is real i don't think any of these are real these are all <laughs> whack <laughs> Yo, this stuff is whack. <laughs> uh, I want. I guess I'm gonna go with the the cow telepathy thing, just because I like the idea of cows. I like cows. <laughs> That's all. You're like you're so cute. <laughs> that is a fake headline. Ah, really? Yeah. I really thought that that. <sighs> That's very exciting to me, though. All right. Well, how about the kazoo? You seem to know a lot about kazoos. You seem to have had a lot of knowledge about kazoos, Georgia geography, <laughs> days of when this festival could be. So I'm going to go with a kazoo fest. That is also a fake God damn it. <laughs> I did not lie about the fact that kazoo day is January 28th and I did not <laughs> and I did not lie about the fact Some things are sacred. I'm glad you did not lie about that. <laughs> that the kazoo was invented in Macron, Georgia. <laughs> and I did not lie about the fact that Eden now holds wow. its kazoo factory. Well, you peppered this lie with enough truths to make <laughs> me believe it. I gotta do research sometimes. Well done. All right. So the real story is there's a, a sloth retirement home. Yeah. Tell me more. That's a real thing. Hold on, I gotta how do I work this thing? Oh jeez. You get a new phone and you're like Grandma Jones over there. Alabama Vest of Macon, Georgia, made the first kazoo in the 1840s. I still, I still have it open. Uh, huh. The website I was using. Yeah, interesting. Uh, yeah. Since you went to a kazoo website, all of your Facebook ads are going to be really, really crazy. Right? <laughs> no, I went to a a, <laughs> a a national holiday. I wanted to know about weird holidays. Oh, okay. Uh, which I guess I can never use again. Uh, okay, so this is from the Business Insider. Uh, a zoo in the UK opened for uh, opened a retirement home for sloths where they can go to live comfortably to live out their golden years. Because <laughs> sloths have li- they've lived such active lives, they really yeah. need to calm down in their final years. Oh yeah. <laughs> Anyone who loves animals will absolutely love this new retirement sanctuary that recently opened to house and care for older sloths. These gentle, slow-moving animals will be taken care of across the pond at the recently opened facility in an already established zoo. Folly Farm Adventure Park and Zoo in Wales will now be housing aging sloths and making a comfortable environment for them that will help them 
to significantly extend their life. Hmm. Former zoo sloths looking to live out their golden years comfortably uh, comfortably will be the main residents. These guys are looking to live their best life of rest and relaxation that they deserve after hanging out all day for our enjoyment. <laughs> <laughs> And just like you, sloths experience uh, the negative sides of aging and need some extra help getting along in their older years. Caretakers will adjust the sloth diet by boiling their root vegetables to make them easier to eat and digest. Mm. If needed, they can also be given cod liver oil, which acts as a supplement for extra nutrition. Hmm. Enclosures can also be adapted with shorter trees and deeper floors to make getting around a bit easier and make climbing to their favorite spot more manageable. An older sloth moves even slower than a younger one, so we're sure uh, the adjustments are appreciated. This sanctuary is a new conservation model that will really be helpful to sloths and the species as a whole. In the wild, sloths have an average lifespan of 20 years. Being cared for in the captivity, uh, sloths can live up to 50 years, which is a pretty significant extension of their life. Wow. The Safe Retirement Zoo of Sloths also frees up space for younger sloths to come in and breed more generations. So far, Folly Farms is a currently is currently home to a two to This is a tricky sentence. <laughs> so far, Folly Farms is currently home to two toed uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Third time's a charm. It's the word two but written three times in two, two different ways. Two. Uh, so far, Folly Farms is currently home to two two-toed elderly sloths. I did it. Wow, that's a tough sentence. <laughs> I know. Two two-toed two two two. <laughs> a twenty-four-year-old no- <laughs> named Tuppy and a thirty-four-year-old named Lightcap are living the good life in their new home. They just hang around all day, getting fed their healthy food and hanging on their branches. Oh. Sloths are typically solitary animals, but at an older age, seem to like the company. Hopefully, Tuppy and Lightcap will become the best of friends. That's great. And it's yeah. great to know that Sloth is living the rest of his life out there. Because uh, <laughs> Sloth... Baby Ruth! <laughs> I always wonder what happened to him. He retired right after that movie. Yeah. Moved to Wales. Yeah, now he lives in Wales. And uh, he still loves junk. Yeah. <laughs> Well, good game there, Tiff. Uh, Thank you. you. Well. The whole time you were reading that story about sloths, I was looking, I was slipping through sloth pictures on Google. Oh, they're so cute. Yeah, they are very cute. <laughs> this one looks like it's giving me the finger, which I don't appreciate, though. Yeah, that's yeah. my kind of sloth. It's giving me the three finger, really. Yeah. That that did not sound right. Nope. Never say giving me the three finger because it will always be taken the wrong way. <laughs> not unless you want to take that recorder out of your sock drawer, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Time to play Hot Cross Buns one more time. <laughs> Wait for my long solo. <laughs> All right, enough. We're married, folks. It's okay. <laughs> All right, Tiffany, here I am. Didn't I'm stop a- them from vomiting at home. <laughs> uh, are you ready for my articles for this week? All right. Kevin, hit me with that first headline. All right, article number one. Toronto is getting a free unlimited nacho cheese dispenser this week. <laughs> Toronto is getting a free unlimited nacho cheese dispenser this week. We're moving to Canada. Yeah. <laughs> get, let's get our passports in order. Is it because of all the weed? It could be. Yeah. We'll get to that. Uh, article number two. 
This hospital cafeteria is so good, it's causing problems for hospital staff and visitors. This hospital cafeteria is so good, it's causing problems for hospital staff and visitors. Okay. And article number three, grocery chain adding sensors to shopping carts to encourage their return. Grocery chain adding sensors to shopping carts to encourage their return. Okay. Uh, Toronto. Just read it again. Toronto. Toronto. Toronto is getting a free unlimited nacho cheese dispenser this w- this week. Just like in general, like the whole city's getting one. Yeah, everybody has access to it. Is that like a center city fountain? I think it's like a, you know, do you remember when we were camping a couple years ago um, down in southern New York State? Uh-huh. And there was like that little roadside spring and people were just filling up their yeah, water. Yeah, 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 Like people were just coming for miles with like tons of water jugs and they were just filling up jugs. Yeah, from this it's a natural spring. Yeah, people were just filling it up and then not having to buy water yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And uh, so I imagine something sort of like that. Like it's some kind of, I don't know who set it up. I'm sure it has maybe. It's a natural nacho cheese spring. <laughs> you know how I Toronto see. is built on a river of nacho cheese? Yeah. Uh, well, there has been a crack in the foundation. It's like it is somewhere, somehow, there is a, uh, a, a, a tunnel of cheese that goes straight from Wisconsin all the way up to <laughs> Toronto. And it's just this natural fountain. It, like it melts. Well, it goes, and goes through some real interesting um, chemical treatments to make it nacho cheese specifically well, i think i think i know why that happens because i i realize this as you were saying and it goes from wisconsin and it goes down to mexico and then about then goes back up yeah to toronto wearing that's a where sombrero up, and that's where it picks up some of those nacho flavors yeah yeah that sounds great it's it's like somehow like the nicest cheese you've ever had, right? <laughs> <laughs> this free, this cheese is free, eh? Uh, Canada's fun. Um, <laughs> uh, so well, it's a part of their it's a part of their healthcare system. Universal cheese. Universal cheese. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, what a dream! Yep, universal nacho cheese for everybody. Is it is it because we have an excess amount of cheese here in the U.S. and we're like here? Oh, that's right. We we want to be nice to you, Canada, and we're gonna give you excess cheese. And then they're like, all right, cool. We'll reap the benefits and melt it down and have a a, a free nacho cheese fountain for all in Toronto. Yay! <laughs> like one of those fount like cheat like a how they have those like chocolate fountains yeah that's exactly what i like imagine yeah it's fountain. like a fun fondue mountain right mountain fondue. that's what just came out of a my fondue- mouth a fondue mountain fondue mountain what i mean fountain i, f- I like fondue mountain though that's good <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i imagine like like that little fountain in philadelphia that we went to with like with the love sign except it's all cheese yeah, that it's sounds. Pe- it's people waiting in nacho cheese, splashing mm, around in it. Yeah, on a hot summer day, just splashing around in some hot nacho. Yeah, it. You that's know, 
Seems mm. like it would be really nice on your skin. It's really refreshing. Yeah. It's so hot that it cools you. You know what I mean? It's like Cool Ranch. Yeah. <laughs> so I believe this is like not a natural occurrence. This nacho cheese. Uh, oh spring. no, I I don't think so. Not like a geyser of cheese. I don't believe. I mean, that uh, that would be concerning in any situation. I that think. would be. I think if nacho cheese started emanating naturally from anywhere, it would be a concern. I don't think you would immediately just start dipping chips in it. I think you'd want to know. You would ask some questions. Unless I was in a cheese factory, in which case I'd be like, hey, <laughs> there's a leak over here. <laughs> and then I would go maybe well, grab a taco and just like, here. Right. Like if I <laughs> was somewhere. <laughs> Get that cheese off my taco. <laughs> like if I was somewhere and there was a. Sp- and nachos. <laughs> uh-huh. If I was somewhere, there was a. Sp- <laughs> I hate how stupid this joke's going to be. But I really want to say it anyway. <laughs> and it's taken a long time to get to it. But if I, was, <laughs> if I was somewhere and there was a spring of cheese happening, I would just say, okay, so? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part about when you say jokes like that is you avoid all eye contact <laughs> with me so that's usually yeah. that's usually my like it's how how dumb is this joke meter it's gonna be is real how far those eyes are averted from my face yeah it's gonna be real okay <laughs> so <laughs> that's so silly i know um <sighs> i couldn't wait to say it though sorry i Sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I believe it's like <laughs> some kind of uh, uh, more of like a promotional thing. Maybe a local uh, taqueria of some kind is is just opening up the floodgates of cheese for people. Is there a is it a specific kind of cheese? It's just uh, just nacho cheese. It's nacho cheese. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. So. So if you're out and about with a with a bowl of chips, you can just come by, pull the lever, get some cheese on them chips. Move on with your day. Oh, so it's not like a free-flowing thing, like a fondue a fondue mountain. Oh, my goodness gracious. A fountain. I knew, I know that the word is fountain. A fondue mountain. Yeah, and it's I a know that the, the, the words that I would like to say is fondue fountain, but I just want to say fondue mountain fondue for some mountain. reason. Yeah, we used to go hiking there every, every Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's like you had to pause to pull yourself together. Yeah, I really had to compose myself on that one. (laughs) Oh, good God. Uh, Um, that sounds disgusting. I yeah. I uh, would you eat from this cheese fountain? No, I I mean because there's gonna be bugs and stuff getting into it, and yeah, that's contaminant. Someone's coughing or sneezing near it. Yeah, that's gross. But a dispenser where you can just like pull a lever and you can squeeze some cheese on your needs. I when you say that there's a lever on the side, I immediately imagine that somewhere around this uh, cheese fountain, there is uh, some sort of uh, gambling machine. (laughs) <laughs> or you can put in a quarter and you get like three tortilla chips or something. And it's like, and you get free cheese. <laughs> it just like pours out uncontrollably. I like that. There's like, you know, a terrific uh, parade that occurs. <laughs> and uh, maybe some sort of 
shredded cheese confetti. <laughs> shredded cheese confetti is my favorite ska <laughs> band name. <laughs> no, Fro- I love the idea of confetti. <laughs> I love the idea of cheese confetti. <laughs> cheese confetti, mom spaghetti. <laughs> you only get one shot at this lever. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Ice. Not gonna take my shot. <laughs> Man, that, I'm proud of you. Yeah, there's a lot of weird, dumb you, references yeah. that don't make any sense all jumbled together. And you threw in a Hamilton. It's well, always ended on a Hamilton. Terrific. Oh, okay. Uh, what was our second article? Yeah. Ho- hospital, uh, hospital cafeteria. This hospital cafeteria is so good, it's causing problems for hospital staff and visitors. I don't understand how... It could be so good that it's causing problems. Because there's people coming there to eat that are just coming there to eat in the hospital. So their lines are backing up. People can't get tables. You got to make reservations. Oh. It's like a, it's a madhouse there because people are in love with the food there. So it's cause pe- people are on their lunch break and they want to go, but the, they can't get a table. Mm-hmm. You know, people are visiting loved ones and they can't get a table because there's people there on dates. Yeah. Like uh, a couple of kids in their second year of residency. Thanks. They're like, you know what? We got to have a date in our favorite restaurant. Yeah, where we met. Yeah. Favorite restaurant. Remember that time you spilled milk on me? <laughs> I can't imagine a lot of rom-com no. situations occurring in a cafeteria. Not many. That's a It's just so loud and weird. Yeah, yeah. It's not a, the ideal environment. Yeah. So, uh, but this particular restaurant, so is it, is it somewhere, uh, it's somewhere here in the U S it's somewhere in the U S it's a, it's in a major city where they were able to hire a, um, like a a chef, a renowned chef. Okay. So like Chicago, huh? Yeah. Probably Chicago. It's probably LA. Uh, maybe, maybe Hollywood, Florida. Yeah. All the great places. Yeah. Kalamazoo, Missouri. (laughs) <laughs> <We're> Michigan, just, <laughs> Missouri actually sounds right. Kalamazoo, Missouri. I'm very sorry about our lack of knowledge of geography, uh, Midwest. Yeah, but do you know the towns that are near us? No, you don't. So back off. <laughs> you probably wouldn't know that Buffalo is on the other side of the state from New York City. So yeah, and guess what? I do know that Kalamazoo is in the Missouri. southwest region of the United States of Michigan. It's the country county seat of Kalamazoo County. In the 2010 census, Kalamazoo had a population of 74,262 people. Wow, you did roll that off the top of your head. Yeah, th- those are just some facts about Kalamazoo that I remembered all of a sudden. <laughs> so how how long has this been a problem? Like, is, is it just like just all of a sudden? Just in the last few months. They're like, oh, man. Uh, Once word got out on social media about how good the food was, that wow. people started going there for dinners. That's really crazy. I I would like to hope that the healthcare, uh, like the the care that the patients are getting, are as good as the cafeteria food there. Yeah, that's you know? true. You're, I would hope so too. I hope they didn't like spend all of their uh, budget on hiring fancy chefs and yeah. not maybe fancy doctors. Yeah. Yeah. That is important. That sounds like something that would happen at the Kalamazoo Medical, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Boom. I'm back at you, Kalamazoo. Yeah, I'm mad at you again. These people are going to yeah. be like, fuck these people. <laughs> They're dicks. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, 
what was I gonna say? Oh, uh, what what's what do you think their specialty dishes like? Uh, uh, what sort of stuff they f- feed you in hospitals? Um, uh, their meatloaf, meat like, lo- probably meatloaf, m- meatloaf uh, to die for. Yeah. Oh, that's. Uh, <laughs> 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 that's not. Oh right. no. <laughs> that's. Uh, <laughs> That's an expression. That's actually the name of the diner at the rest. It's called To Die For. <laughs> it's called To Dine For. <laughs> to Dine For. Perfect. <laughs> and their their specialty is actually chicken noodle soup. It's the perfect thing that heals you. Oh, you know, yeah. just like mom used to make. Yeah. You know. <laughs> a mom. Not not mine. Just a mom. Like just Aww. general mom's. General mom general mom's chicken also. Yeah, very popular gen- there. general mom's chicken. Uh it's a very spicy dish. <laughs> but it's very healing. It, it, you know, it's it, uh general mom's uh chicken and dumplings is really <laughs> I think uh the the down home yeah goodness uh food. You know, the the kind of food that doctors recommend that's heart healthy, you know. Yes, yes. Like uh chicken and dumplings. Yeah, it really sticks to your ribs. Yeah. You know. Uh meatloaf, you know, that that heavy loaded stuff that's <laughs> good for you. I'm sorry, Tiffany. I cannot get over the fact that you said that the hospital cafeteria <laughs> food was to die for. I think that is. <laughs> I just snorted into the microphone. <laughs> so loud. <laughs> I'll have to edit that out. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, have you ever had like a memorable hospital food day? No, I don't think so. (laughs) I don't think I've ever had a great meal at a hospital. I don't know if I've ever had a meal at a hospital. I I feel like we've had, like, I feel like we had sandwiches or something somewhere once. Yeah. Together. When I had a close family member in the hospital. Yeah. Um, we were waiting mm-hmm. and we went and got sandwiches. That's right. Yeah. I believe that. Happened. Yeah. It was, it was all right. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's a sandwich, it's a sandwich. Your options are limited. Yeah. Although, uh, recently we were at a hospital where there was a subway. Yeah. Speaking of sandwiches. Yeah. So me, I mean, sometimes they have good stuff. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like, um, college campuses. They have like fast food places. Uh, yeah. You had that at your college, right? You had like a, like fast food joints there like on the campus or no? Uh, they had like, I, I wouldn't say like fast food isn't like a name brand no? place, but they oh, had, I thought they did for some reason. Mm-mm. They, they had like the, the calf for like the kids who lived on campus and had meal cards and stuff. But then they also had, uh, like a couple of like small privately owned businesses in one section. Oh, okay. I don't think they were like well known. It wasn't places. like McDonald's and stuff like that. Uh-uh. I feel like, I don't, maybe it's UB that has that somewhere. I feel like somewhere has something mm-hmm. like that. Like a, like a pizza hut on campus type situation. No. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. us. No. Hmm. No, we didn't have that either. We just had, we had food that uh, we had food that uh, was to die for. <laughs> Did you go to medical school? First semester. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't think I've had any memorable meals at 
a hospital. Not not generally the place. Like on diners, drives, and dives, they're not generally going to the hospital. No. You may go to the hospital after you eat some of that garbage. Yeah. But they're not going there for the food. No. Interesting. Huh. 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 I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and uh, article number three uh, is grocery chain adding sensors to their shopping carts to encourage their return. Now, Tiffany, have you ever just left a shopping cart in the middle of no man's land in the parking lot? No, because I am a decent human being who returns it. That's the correct answer. I am not a garbage folk. You are not garbage people. No. no. You're not, you are not from garbage folk. I also am not the kind of person who would take my Target cart into a Wegmans. <laughs> we saw that recently. I don't think we've talked about that on the show. We've seen it twice. Yeah, twice now we have seen. Now, granted, both the stores are next to each other. There is a Target and there is a local grocery chain. Uh, and the person in the grocery store was pushing a Target cart around just yeah. without a care in the world. And then yeah. we saw it again. Yeah. And it was very and it's Yeah, it's super obvious. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I I couldn't live with that. I couldn't, I would not, I don't have the self-esteem to pull that off because everybody would be looking at me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's, uh, (laughs) I don't have the self-esteem to pull that off. That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have uh, the self-esteem to uh, uh, follow through with an awkward exchange if someone expects you to hand off your cart free of charge at Aldi's? I don't like doing that. I don't like someone's sweaty quarter being handed to me. Yeah, it's weird. Like it's you know, gross. they've they've had it. They've been squeezing it in their hands yeah. since they walked. They've been nervously squeezing their car. it. Like yeah, uh, like th- this is the moment. I gotta yeah. I gotta put my quarter in this thing and hope that it works right. and it doesn't fly back out at me. Oh my god, what if I drop it? Right. This is the only quarter I have, but I really need this shopping cart. I'm, I got a lot of. What things am to I get. gonna do? Right. You know what they should do is just put sensors in these carts, and then they would know where they are. There you go. So are they gonna put like a button in them? Yeah, so I think so that they it's like a like a whistle and they come all back. Well, I think what it is is like if you were to like That was it, perfect sentence structure, wasn't it? Come it, all back. That's yeah, it. it was. Your English teacher would be oh proudest. Um if you like let go of the cart, it starts to kind of beep and then the beeping gets louder. So you, like you have time to put your groceries away mm-hmm. but you need to keep kind of resetting the beeping by touching the cart to kind of because if it's not back in its little cart corral thing the beeping's going to get louder and louder so it's like it's a cart with abandonment issues that's really <laughs> it is. i think that's what it comes down to it's like this cart is like hey you still here okay Oh. He used to, yeah. I mean, because usually people don't like carts with one spinny wheel like this, and it goes in the wrong direction. It's, and it's, it's very just nervous. weird. It's like, <laughs> I just want to make sure, like, we're still friends, right? Like, we're still good. We cool. We cool. We cool. We cool. Okay, we're good. We're good. Uh, we're good. Hey, are you still there? Okay. okay. Uh, touch okay. me. I need to be touched. Hey. <laughs> I like. Uh, don't let me roll away into that car. No. I. Uh, the only like I would never leave a cart in the middle of nowhere, but. Um, I have had a lot of anxiety recently where like I push the cart and then let go and then you're like, Oh my God, what are well, you doing? You have done that. And that is, that gets my that years ago going. years ago going. <laughs> but, uh, it's so funny. Like I sometimes wonder like, should I be taking the cart back into the store? Because I feel like sometimes I'm taking the cart further away from the store to get it into 
the little cart area, but it's a farther distance for me to go back into the store, but then I'm making someone else's job harder by taking the cart farther away. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm trying to calculate what, what's the best thing to do. Maybe I that, don't think it matters. Maybe that's why people just, leave the carts. Just put it in the cart return. That's what I do. Yeah. But if I'm like really close to the front door, I might take it back in. But usually I park far that's away. It's a normal, normal thing. That's, that shouldn't be a stressful decision. But, but it is because I'm a, a maniac. <laughs> 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 um, and that's okay. But usually, I love you, my maniac. Thank you. And I love you. <laughs> but usually I park far away from the door because I don't because I feel safer. Uh well, safer in the sense that I'm able to get in and out of the parking spot easier because there's not a lot of people walking around. I thought it was just cuz you like to walk. Oh yeah, because I like to get my steps in is why I do that. Yeah. That's what I meant to say. That's what it is. What did I say? I who cares? I, I like to get my steps. You in. felt safer about getting in all your steps yeah, in yeah, that kind of way. What I meant. Yeah. I do. I do understand your perspective of like worrying about hitting people because sometimes people are just dumb. Yeah, like they just they, they don't pay attention, no, they or don't. you can't see them, or you know people uh, have to. Uh, this, I I swear to God, I'm like sometimes th- there's a little old lady that's just trapped inside my brain. Uh, or you got these maniacs who are just like speeding through the parking lot, you know, what, like 50 miles per hour. And you're like, what are you doing? Yeah, that's Calm insane. it down, Sonny. Well, I mean, I knew a guy that who was walking out of a store and got hit. And after he got hit, they had to change his name to Louis Onesods. No. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It was too close to me. <laughs> It's a little, it was a little close. It's, you know, it, it was Glenn close, I guess. Like, is that a thing? Uh, where you, you know, that expression where they say that it's like Glenn close, like <laughs> close. <laughs> <laughs> Just edit that out. <laughs> uh huh. That car got a little too Glenn close to me, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yep. So, Tiffany, which article do you, th- or which headline? do you think is from a real article these are nonsense kevin yep i know <laughs> knew who else is nonsensical louis Tussauds. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep i'm gonna go with the nacho cheese you think that's a real story i don't know <sighs> tiffany it's all upsetting <laughs> tiffany i i want to comfort you with this uh, that is a real story. <laughs> <laughs> How is that real? <laughs> oh, it's so gross and upsetting. Toronto is getting a free unlimited nacho cheese dispenser this week. Ew. This is from narcity.com, N-A-R-C-I-T-Y.com. I think you misspelled vomit. <laughs> So in what could possibly be the most unusual and awesome ad campaign that Toronto has ever seen, Taco Bell is determined to prove that Canadians... Oh, I wasn't far off with the taco reference. Taco Bell is determined to prove to Canadians that everything is better with nacho cheese. Uh Uh-huh. To put their claim to the test, Taco Bell is erecting a billboard in Toronto that will literally dispense nacho cheese. In the news release this morning, Taco Bell encourages people to bring any snack they want 
to the unlimited nacho cheese upgrade. They claim that even a piece of fruit or salad will taste better smothered in zesty, gooey nacho cheese. That's gross. And the only way to find out is to try it for yourself. Taco Bell said that visitors will be served on a first-come, first-served basis. Nacho chips aren't provided, but the cheese supply is unlimited. The billboard is being used to promote Taco Bell's new menu edition called the Naked Chicken Chalupa. A chalupa with a crispy, marinated chicken shell and stuffed with nacho cheese. The cheesiest billboard will make its debut for one day from 11.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. on Saturday, January 19th. You'll be able to find it right next to Taco Bell's flagship location at 482 Queen Street West. Hey, Canadians. Uh, If you live in Toronto and you go and experience this, uh, go ahead and write in and let us know how that was. Or if you saw people using it. Let us know what kind of diseases they received after <laughs> consuming this weird free cheese. Yeah, definitely send us, like, if you're on Twitter, send us a, a picture at, at FakeHeadPod on Twitter. That would be amazing. Or, or Fake email Headlines us. Podcast yeah. on, uh, on uh, Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's uh, gross. Yeah. Would you do that? I wouldn't do that. Yeah, why not? I don't know. It's no. Well, I mean, it's like not like a. Che- it's again, it's not a crack in the earth is with cheese a, gooing out of it. Is, is there, there a picture of? Because well, I'm imagining like, because you said it's a billboard, so is it just like, is it going to be frozen by the time it gets down to your taco? <laughs> I don't think it's going to drop, like from billboard height. That's down. A, well, that's what you said is a billboard. <laughs> it did so say that's billboard, the image yeah. in my head. So yeah. is it? There's no picture. No, there's no. F- there's no photo. Oh of it. man, we're gonna have to follow up we're with this because I want to know yeah. what's happening. Yeah, I guess I would try it. Why not? Well, I I wouldn't because I would not give a shit. But I mean, I wouldn't be there. I wouldn't be at a Taco Bell on a. But you know what I mean. But yeah, it's y- fun though. You could have had a fake headline about whatever that new taco quesadilla is that you describe with like the the naked chalupa the naked chicken chalupa yeah like that could have been a fake headline yeah and i would have been like i believe it <laughs> yeah it's really that's weird. disgusting i know <laughs> i know uh i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry that i uh i outwitted you on these fake headlines on hey, the week okay. of your birth it's I okay. We're it's all for fun anyway. It doesn't. It's, it's okay. It is. It's all for fun. No, no. It's serious business. It's serious. Yes, you're right. I'm sorry, babe. I have lost again. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. You did great. Hey, thanks. I love you too. You did great. We had a lot of fun. So uh, if you're on Twitter, and you should be, uh, check us out at FakeHeadPod. Yeah. Uh, or on Facebook and Instagram at Fake Headlines Podcast. Or you can always email us at fakeheadlinespodcast at gmail.com. And if you're listening to our show through Apple's podcast app, please hit the five stars on there. Leave a review if you can. Uh, check us out. There's many places to get us our show, including the new Laughable app. There's a new version of it out today. So check out uh, Laughable. Terrific. for uh It's a great podcast uh, source. Lots of comedy on there as well. Stand-up clips, interviews with your favorite comics. There's lots of cool shit over on Laughable. So check it out. Yeah, and uh, yeah, please tell your friends, spread the word. Like, hey, there's a weird podcast with a couple where they talk about weird news stories. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. We appreciate your support, and we love you all, and we will see you next week. Okay, bye. <laughs>